Chut, chut, guys. Welcome to Tuscan Radio. My name is Drew Gretsch, and this is our f- this is my full review of the book of Boba Fett, season one, episode three, chapter three, the streets of Mos Espa. So I now have a very different different opinion on this episode from where I had from from what I had on Wednesday morning. <laughs> I did that episode that I did. Uh, you guys remember the one where I just sound like complete. Like, we actually got one piece of feedback from uh, the, the boss that I'll, I'll read here. I'm, just, I'm actually just going to go through all the boss's feedback because it's been a while. Uh, Michael is at a volleyball tournament this weekend, so he cannot make it on these shows. So good luck, Michael. We are counting on you to, to win completely. It's all on you, so do that. <laughs> um... So, all right, so starting off with this feedback here from the boss, I go back to last week. Okay. Scrolling down, okay. Uh, all right, let's, uh, all right, hang on. Okay, so this is coming from... The boss, now this was uh, about a week ago, so I'm sorry we're just get, getting to this now. We don't want to get behind on your feedback. Um, so the boss says, following on from the feedback from the feedback on the last pod, I now tend to agree that an interconnected timeline is now that, Im- is, is now that important to Star Wars. I think you mean not that important. I think we need to look at the Skywalker saga as one part of the wider Star Wars universe. That's how I've always looked at it. That's how I've always looked at the Skywalker saga. It's just here. So this is the story of one family. And it spans about 70 years from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker. And it's the imp- it's just the, the imprint that they left on the galaxy. And, and we can get into a whole debate about did they leave it in a better place than when they found it? I, you know what? That would be a good podcast to do i i think michael and i should do that that episode did the skywalkers leave the galaxy in in, in a better place and they found it. i think that'd be actually quite interesting for us to talk about uh but yeah but you know look star wars will always continue and i what i really want to see from star wars and, and i hate playing the game of like i didn't like this because this is what i wanted to see but this is what we actually got I really don't like that that argument. I think it's cheap. I think it's lazy. But what I would like to see from Star Wars is true ex- is a true expansion of mythology. Let's jump so far into the future that the events of the sequel films have faded into legend. Okay? Let's jump that far in, into the future. Or let's jump all the way back to the dawn of the universe. The creation of the Jedi and Sith Orders. And I, I think right now, they're at a time where they're, they're, they're... Don't get me wrong. There is so much story to be covered within the parameters of the Skywalker Saga. Just I'd really like to see something past that. Like, the Acolyte's gonna be said about 
50 years before Phantom Menace, that's not all that long of a time. 50 years is not all that long. You know, um, all these shows right now that we know of are set uh, during the, um, the Skywalker films. Like, we got Kenobi and Andor set between um, episodes 3 and 4. And then we got uh, The Book of Boba Fett, Mando Season 3, Ahsoka, all set between um, the uh, the Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And I really just want to see, see them move, move further and uh, and look farther into uh, the, the stories. The boss continues saying, I definitely want to see more stories from the Star Wars universe that may cross with the Skywalker Saga. I'm happy that the TV shows look to the books and really increase the universe, tell more stories, create new heroes and villains, etc. Yeah, it, it's just a, a matter of like, it seems, particularly in the Bad Batch, this was my biggest problem with the Bad Batch, that these... That it seems like Star Wars just has, like, about maybe, like, 200 characters or so. And it's like, look, they're all gonna meet each other, and then no one knew. There's no one new that's ever introduced. Again, I think that's lazy. Like, I thought that the Hera episodes were fine. In Bad Batch, I, I didn't think they were great, but I thought they were fine. So, yeah, it's it really is just a matter of telling the right stories from the people who want to tell them and introducing characters they want to introduce. Don't bring back a character just to bring back a character. I was so excited last year when I got my screener for Bad Batch's first two episodes. And it was like Kanan showed up. Oh my god, it's awesome. That's awesome. Like, we have Caleb Doom here. But I didn't realize that would be almost every episode. Like, Rex showing up, that makes sense. The uh, the Martez sisters. Because remember, they were in the Bad Batch also. The Martez sisters. No, that doesn't really make all that much sense. Uh, the... Um, Bib Fortuna was in the Bad Batch. It didn't really make sense. Cad Bane, I guess. And that was awesome. Cad Bane was awesome. So, yeah, it's, it, for me, it's really just a matter of, like, create more characters. Make this universe feel bigger. There's so much you can do. It's It's a galaxy. It is a galaxy. Despite what Han Solo says, it is impossible for you to travel from one end of the, of the galaxy to the other. How they do it in the movies, I, I don't know, but it is impossible to travel from one side of the galaxy to the other in your lifetime. Alright, the boss continues saying, Obviously, some kind of timeline needs to exist to the Empire, Republic, Skywalker Saga, uh, etc., is taken into consideration with narrative. All I really want from the Mandalorian arc from Clone Wars 
done as a live action that was a brilliant story so it seems like what you want is uh the siege of mandalore uh here's the thing about like I mean, it, it's one thing to show a scene from animation in live action that that is one thing and and, and i think that's great or vice versa I think that's great when they do that. It, it makes this universe feel so much more tightly knit. When you have these stories, when you see these stories in, in front of the Sith, and then 15 years later, you, you get a concurrent story with scenes cutting in and out on Mandalore with these characters that, that we've loved for about 12 years at this point, at, at the time. From 2008 to 2020 when Season 7 aired. Which that was two years ago since Clone Wars Season 7, guys. Been two years since we talked about Clone Wars Season 7. So... But it, it's different when you, when you talk about them doing live action. When you talk about redoing a story that was done in animation in live action. I would much rather see stories from, like, new stories to what you just said, uh, the boss. Instead of seeing the same story that we've already seen and dissected in animation, and the animation's done so superbly. Is that a word, superbly? I think it is. In, in such a superb manner. That if if you were to move into um, live action, it would be essentially the same. So uh, that to me will signal that eh, it seems like Star Wars is a little bit not dated, but they're they're struggling to find some new ideas. That's just what that would signal. Uh, to me. So now I'm getting into the boss's feedback here for the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 3. Okay. Uh, oh, so this is a response to what I said last week. Uh, the train heist from The Mandalorian was the episode with Bill Burr, and they were going to access the building. I'm sure that was the episode where Tuscans attacked the armored vehicles that Mando... And Bill Burr were driving. I think I need to rewatch Mando. Yeah, you and me both. I just rewatched that, that that episode a few weeks ago. That uh, chapter fifteen, the believer. I totally forgot there was a train scene in that episode. But just you said heist. It's not really a heist. The closest I think the Mandalorian's gotten to with a heist is chapter six, which did have Bill Burr, uh, the prisoner, which is my favorite episode from season one. No, a lot of people don't really like that episode. I love that episode. I think it's great. Uh, but yeah, Star Wars with trains, you, you know it's going to be great. Um, oh, this is great. The boss is, is sending this to both myself, tri the uh, Children of the Watch podcast, and the, the first podcast I ever listened to, Rebel Force Radio. So it's, it's an honor to be uh, one of those three that you, that you listen to. So thank you so, so much. And then uh, I think I mentioned a couple times, I'm just going to keep on mentioning this. I've met Jimmy Mac. So 
don't have a picture of it, but next time I uh, I do meet up with them, I'll get a picture and I'll post it on Twitter. So it'll be like, the these are some podcast worlds colliding. <laughs> um, okay, so the boss says, what I have loved about Mando and hashtag book Boba Fett is that the Star Wars universe is being expanded, which is a great thing. We need more stories, different stories, new he- heroes and villains it is after all a galaxy so this is what we were just just talking about i the only bit of lore expansion i feel we've gotten in this show is sort of tuscan raiders which i think is great i think all the stuff with the tuscan raiders has been great and this new sort of lore there with the uh the rancor that was super interesting to me was all that stuff with the Rancor. It's like, he imprints on the first one that, on the first human he sees. I'm like, that is, that is so cool to hear. Cause like, that, and that's what made me feel like, okay, this is, this is Star Wars again. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I hate saying that, but just like, expanding this, this lore in that way, and now we're thinking about the Rancor, this monster that we were all scared of as kids, that, now, there's a whole new layer to it. And, in Return of the Jedi now, when you have the, um, the Rancor Keeper guy, when he comes out of there and he's crying, you're gonna feel it a a lot more now, because you know that he and the Rancor had a very special bond there. Very special bond. So, yeah, let's see if uh, the boss has anything else to say about chapter three. All right, let's... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, so this, is, so this is what I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> so the, the boss just... just Rodin saying, Drew sounds absolutely smashed doing the F3 reaction pod. Yeah, um, we are going to keep doing the um, the early morning episodes. I'm not doing them at 6 a.m. anymore. That was, man, that was way too much. That I'm not doing that again. I, I can't do a podcast at 6 in the morning. Um, yeah, so what does the boss say about the actual episode it's going through all right all right so here we go ep3 thoughts not sure where i stand with this episode so far both of our our episodes i think you mean so i think that means robert rodriguez episodes have, have been underwhelming didn't like the design of the colorful bikes i didn't feel the whole episode was cohesive just a bunch of different ups. i feel the same way i feel the same way so, how traditional television works is you have, is on a film set, okay? On a film set, director is number one. The director is the number one person who supersedes even the writer, okay? The director is number one. And the director can change the writer's story however they want to. But the director is number one. On TV, though, it's different. 
the writer is number one because the director is not in control of what happens before or after. The writer is number one on a TV show. And what I noticed with Hawkeye, show that I really did not like at all. You know that a lot of people did, and if you did, that's awesome. I'm really glad you guys liked Hawkeye. I I wish I could have liked Hawkeye. I, I really do. I really did wish I, I could have liked Haw- Hawkeye, but I I just couldn't. I'm sorry. Um, and that's me being a huge Daredevil fan and being so excited to see Kingpin back, Wilson Fisk. Anyway. What I noticed with Hawkeye is the three episodes that I, I liked, episodes three, four, and five, had the same directing team, Bert and Birdie. And then Reese Thomas directed episodes one, two, and six, the ones I did not like. And I just kind of wrote, wrote that off, like, oh, okay, well, I mean, it's just those episodes weren't as good. And then now looking at the Book of Boba Fett, where every episode is written by John Favreau. He's the writer for every episode. He's um, he's co-writing Chapter 6 with Dave Filoni. And Filoni's directing that episode. So we can rest safely knowing that Chapter 6 of Book of Boba Fett is probably going to be great. But Robert Rodriguez has directed Chapters 1 and 3. And I'm assuming that he's going to direct Chapter 7, which is the finale. Steph Green did Chapter 2. Okay? And I think that these next two episodes, in particular, are really going to tell us if Disney Plus TV is favoring directors more than writers. Okay? I don't think that's the case. I hope it's just coincidence. I mean, this next episode, chapter four, is directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, who directed uh, two episodes of The Mandalorian. In season one, she directed chapter four, Sanctuary. And then in in season two, she directed chapter 11, The Heiress. So a really good season one episode and a great season two episode. So I've got faith in, in her episode. Uh, chapter 5 is directed by Kevin Tankerowen. He's done a lot of Marvel shows. Um, he's directed some of my favorite episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we'll see what ha- ha- happens there. We, we, we know that Chapter 6 is going to be really good because it's Filoni, both writing and directing. Writing with Favreau. Chapter 7, I'm assuming, is going to be directed by Robert Rodriguez because that is indeed the season finale. So, yeah, Robert Rodriguez episodes, to me, have been very underwhelming. Um, I don't think any episode in this show has been bad. Um, I, I do think Chapter 3 is the weakest of these three episodes. So, the complete opposite of what I thought on Wednesday morning, but, but yeah. Uh, different setups, totally. I really hope that now, I, I feel this series has been fully set up. Took three episodes to set up. I think that they should have done some one or two episodes. Okay. And I'm really ho- hoping that now moving into 
these final four episodes, it can be a lot more coherent. Um, the show will, like, I still don't know what the show is about. Like, what are his goals? At this point in The Mandalorian, we knew what Din Djarin's goals were. His goal in the first three episodes was to, um, was to deliver Grogu back to the client and to get his paycheck. And then his whole mission is to keep Grogu safe. And, you know, that there is nothing like that so far in the book of Boba Fett. Not that we, we need a Grogu, but there is just nothing really there with, um, I, I don't know what the show is even about. Like, he wants to be a crime lord. Why? Why does Boba Fett want to be a crime lord? We still don't know that. I personally think it has something to do with him finally wanting to be fully in control. He's never really been in control his whole life. Um, Boba Fett's just also not acting all that smart in this show. Like, I, I, I saw one person point out, in Empire Strikes Back, okay, Boba Fett knew that Han Solo was going to try and float away with the garbage. And he got to Cloud City before Han did. This does not feel like the same Boba Fett whatsoever. Completely different Boba Fett. So, yeah, I'm just very disappointed in the show so far. So, yeah. Uh, again, I, I still have all the faith in the world in it, but yeah, so I think this is the last one here from the boss. The boss, uh, can, uh, f finishes with, I love that Dave Filoni and John Favreau are widening the Star Wars universe. We need to move away from the Skywalker saga, a adding the Rancor. Hmm. Not sure how I feel about it. I actually think the Rancor was the best part of this episode. The Rancor itself, not... <laughs> Not Danny Trejo. As much as I love Danny Trejo, did did that not just pull you out of the show? Did that not just pull you guys out of the show? Just seeing him. Oh, you know, I we got one thing left from um from the boss. Um. So the boss is writing this in response to uh, Aubrey R Roselia. Uh, so he just, so the boss just writes in writes into that and tags me in it saying, uh, "It it was better th than up one, but worse than up two. What it is with these short episodes? FFS at Tuscan Radio Pod. It's Star Wars on Disney Plus should be." Minimum 45 minute episodes. I don't... I don't disagree with you. I don't fully agree either. Because there's... I, I, I think having 45 minute episodes... Just look. This episode I was just, it just ended. And like Mandalorian. And look. You know what? This is the comparison I was going to make. 
uh, Peacemaker's out on HBO Max right now. I think Peacemaker is phenomenal. Guys, go watch Peacemaker. Okay? Spinoff of uh, The Suicide Squad, written and directed by James Gunn. So you guys know it's great. It's the James Gunn uh, show. So, the first three episodes of, of Peacemaker came out on Thursday. Because HBO does three episode premieres. So now we are now just as far into Peacemaker as we are in, into Book of Boba Fett. Well, not as much because Peacemaker's eight episodes in Boba Fett seven. But still, we're three episodes into both shows now. I fully know what Peacemaker is about. Um, I, I think that the story in Peacemaker is a lot better. Um, and you know what? They don't do the same thing in every episode, because in every episode so far, in the present, okay, it's time to walk into town. Here's a confrontation that we're setting up for a future episode. Then we get to the next episode, we, we walk into town again, and we come back to the palace, and then the setup is done in a not very climactic way, and it's time to go back into town. Like, th that's what this show feels like to me. And, and this episode, I was waiting. Credits roll. I'm like, no, nothing happened. We got the Rancor. Cool. They set that up for, for the future. Just like one thing happened this episode. Okay. Just one thing happened. I thought the Rancor stuff was actually really cool. And, and I love the reference uh, where Boba Fett goes, I've ridden bigger. And it's like, that's the reference to the holiday special, which I really love. No one's pointed that, that reference out at all that I've seen. No one's pointed out that reference. So, I actually really love that they had that little reference in there about um, that monster thing. Um, yeah, let's... Um, I, I, I don't think these episodes need to be 45 minutes long because you can have an episode that's 40 minutes. Like, look, the Mandalorian series premiere is 39 minutes. Okay? That's probably one of the best series premieres ever. That series premiere was so incredible. It was incredible. I, I don't think the length of the episode is the problem. The problem is just la 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 we're gonna do whatever we want that's the problem you're just like not committing to a story that's the problem with this show and i really hate to say that i really do this show is just not started yet like and i'm feeling some deja vu because this is what i said about hawkeye Three episodes into Hawkeye, it's like, I don't feel that this show started. I still don't feel I know what the show is about. And at the end of the day, that's what the biggest downfall of that series was for me. It's just, Hawkeye never started. And I, again, when I say that a show never started, I, I am never talking about the release schedule. I'm saying like, from a story perspective, I never feel that the show got going. It started, then it ended. There were six hours in between. 
so yeah um yeah there's just really not much else i have to say about regarding um regarding the bosses feedback here um let's talk about the speeder the the moss espa vespas as um as John Campia called them, which I thought I thought was so funny. The Moss Espa Vespas. Um So look. I don't have a problem with the bikes. They were a bit jarring to see. I don't have, have, have a problem with the bikes, though. I think the bikes are fine. What I have a problem with is the way that the Moss Espa Vespas came into the service of Boba Fett. Because the way they came into the service of Boba Fett is... You kids seem like you need a job. Here's a job. Be my bodyguards. And by the way, when Black Kersantan breaks in, where are they? He's able to, he's able to walk into the palace, get all the way up to Boba's, uh, I guess, uh, suite to describe it. And then he proceeds to kick the crap out of, out, of, out of Boba Fett. I don't have a problem with that. Well, I, I don't have a problem with the fight itself. I think the fight itself is fine. Because he doesn't have his armor on. He doesn't have weapons. Yes, he needs help. Because Mando Season 2 proved to us that he doesn't need his armor to kick ass. But he needs a weapon. So, my problem is not the fight itself. My prop, well, my problem is not the choreography or like what happens in the fight. My problem is that the fight happened in the first place. Okay, because these these Vespa kids don't do their jobs. At all. Not whatsoever. It's a little ridiculous. And they should probably be gone. So. So yeah. There's just. It's just disappointing. If I'm being completely honest. It's just disappointing. I hate saying that. I, I, I really do. I really hate saying that. Um and then they they go they go they, they walk into town for the fourth time in this series. Is it the fourth time or it might be the third? I think it's the third time in the series that they walk into town. And it's not like Boba tells Fennec, go station yourself around the back. You know, like Make sure that they can't escape. 
No, they both walk through the front door. They all walk through the front door. Okay? <laughs> they all proceed to walk through the front door. And then the uh, the Star Trek Twi'lek gets on his, on, in his um, really, really slow speeder. I don't know why it's called call speeder. It was so slow. Um, and he drives away. And then we get the most boring speeder chase ever in Star Wars. It was so slow. It was poorly directed. Um, yeah. I could have caught up with them on my feet. So... Yeah, <laughs> I I thought that the speeder chase was, I mean, if you couldn't even call it a chase, it, it was more like, um, what, um, it was, it was more like little kids, like, pushing shopping carts down the aisle, and you know what, kids pushing shopping carts down the aisle of the grocery store would be faster than this speeder chase. So, yeah, um, it was ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, the, the flashback scene was good, it was good. Um, can't believe I'm gonna say this, I, I wish it was longer than five minutes. I, I really do, I wish it was longer than five minutes. Um, I think that the death of all the Tuscans is actually really quite interesting. Um, I bet he's going to be wandering around Tatooine now. Again, I I still really think we're going to see Cobb Vanth in this show. I'm going to stand by that. We're going to see Cobb Vanth, I think, either Chapter 4 or Chapter 5. Because I think we may see a Clone Wars character come back in Chapter 6 because that's a Filoni episode. So, it's possible. It's possible. I, I don't know. I, I really, I've not heard anything about Cobb Vanth being in this show. Um, well, not, nothing from, like, any secret people. Um, just, you know, some rumors and things that have been floating around the internet. But, yeah, guys, I'm gonna have to say that Book of Boba Fett Chapter 3 is a, a really big disappointment for me. And this whole show has been a disappointment for, for me. And I hate saying that, guys. I really hate saying that. But, you know, we will see in um, these final four episodes. So, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch. Please go leave a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help out the podcast quite a bit. If you guys are Marvel fans, go and check out another Marvel podcast. We just did the Deadpool review. We got the Moon Knight trailer breakdown happening uh, on Monday. This is going to be exciting. Monday night, we're going to be talking about the Moon Knight trailer. And we're going through Daredevil right now because Daredevil has once again been recanonized in the MCU. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday morning with Boba Fett Chapter 4 Instant Take. I can't wait to talk about it. Ho hopefully it's a good episode. Really hope so. All right, guys, it's going to be it today. Uh, I'm Drew Gretsch. May, may the forest be with you always. I have spoken.